main way that people in the West have practiced metta has been through the methods that we've used so far, through the uh, silent internal repetition of phrases which tend to be evocative of a sense of warmth and kindness. And these methods were particularly taught by Burmese teachers who were particularly influenced by a text from the fifth century called the Path of Purification or the Vasudhimaga by uh, Buddhaghosa who was a systematizer of the practices of that time about you know, a little over 1500 years ago. And that text has actually influenced uh, Buddhist practice in uh, Southeast Asia and in the West a lot. And in many ways, uh, what was uh, systematized seems different than what we can find in the actual discourses of the Buddha. And there's, there, there are quite a few differences that are, that are interesting. And one of them is around the question of how we practice metta. The uh, use of phrases is certainly helpful in the trajectory of moving from where a sense of warmth and kindness comes more easily, is more familiar to the less familiar and the more difficult, that's certainly implied by the Metta Sutta, what we see uh, from the Buddha, where the encouragement is to develop Metta for all beings, right? That's, you know, we, that I, I've read a few times, you know, uh, uh, radiating Metta, uh, all beings omitting none, some of those passages. And yet we don't know clearly uh, what the techniques were that the Buddha might have taught. As much as we know, they seem to be closer to what we might call a kind of radiating out from the heart without any sense that one uses phrases. (laughs) That one just, uh, and so people have been interested. We find, for example, uh, in a number of the discourses of the Buddha that were written down 500 years later. (laughs) So could have been a little bit of slippage. (laughs) Uh, We find a very, uh, a stock passage that goes like this. One abides. That's that uh, term related to vihara that uh, Beth mentioned in the morning, one abides. And the word uh, abide or in the verbal form is connected with the uh, word for abode, which was the normal word for house. This is the place to live or live from. One abides having suffused with a mind of metta one direction of the world, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, and so above, below, 
around and everywhere and to all as to oneself. One abides suffusing the entire universe with metta, with a mind and heart grown great, lofty, boundless, and free from enmity and ill will. And another passage is like in the Metta Sutta, the word radiating is used. And I, I, I think I've read this uh, uh, last night. Uh, so with a boundless heart, should one cherish all living beings, radiating kindness over the entire world, spreading upwards to the skies and downwards to the depths, outwards and unbounded, freed from hatred and ill will. One gets a sense of a kind of energy radiating out from the heart that moves towards the limitless, that moves in all directions without limit, touching all beings, moving in front and back, above, below, and so forth. And in fact, in uh, Tibetan tradition, these heart qualities of loving kindness, compassion, joy, and equanimity are called the four immeasurables. They're, in a sense, go to, they're without limit. And another, there's another very uh, common passage. One abides pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind and heart imbued with metta, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, without ill will. When the deliverance of the mind and heart by metta is developed in this way, no limiting action remains there, none persists there. And so people have been interested to explore, we might say, uh, a complementary or for some alternative way of practicing metta that we call radiating metta. (laughs) which tends to be more embodied, a little more energetic in a sense. And uh, so people have explored, including myself, that I've been uh, working with ways to practice this for a number of years. And a main influence really in developing uh, ways of doing radiating metta has been uh, a German monk practitioner scholar whom some of you probably know of, maybe have studied with, named the Venerable Analayo. How many have either met him or studied some of his books? So, so some of you. And he, uh, there should be a Hollywood movie about his life. He was like uh, born in Germany and he was kind of really into punk as a teenager, you know, and he was a biker. And he said he had, he had a huge amount of anger in his system, right? And he, uh, he, he's now one of the great monk practitioner scholars. This is like 30 plus years later. You know. Anyway, um, he said that when, you know, it's, an, it's a whole story as to how he got from being a biker to being a monk in Sri Lanka, but it's, it's an interesting story. Um, and anyway, he got there and he was introduced to metta using the phrases, because that's, that's the prevalent way of doing it. And he said, this does not work for me. <laughs> Basically, there's too much anger in the system. And he, had, he needed to do some other ways. And he, he, was, he became a scholar. He got a, originally a PhD 
in Buddhist studies and his his, his uh, work there was later translated as uh, Satipatthana, a really wonderful book on the four foundations of mindfulness, which, which is in the bookstore. Um, and he, so we got to read the text a lot and he saw that this mode of this uh, sense of radiating was very, very common and very connected with metta. And so he just started experimenting. And I'm going to uh, teach uh, two methods of radiating metta. One of them is, is more or less what I've learned from him. Pretty simple. Basically, and we'll do, I think we'll do this first, and then I'll do a more extended method second. That's, that will involve a guided meditation. And I'll, I'll, I'll guide both of them. And so the first method is basically you get the metta going however you do it. And it could be by the phrases. You get the metta going where you feel some energy in the heart. And then you just let it radiate out. That's it. <laughs> right? And I'll, I actually bring in some other things, which I think I'll bring in, that kind of help some with the radiation. You help the radiation along a little bit. Uh, but, uh, and so he would, Venerable uh, Analio, he would, his first method of radiating meta was to think of a little, really kind of uh, furry mammal, small little cute mammal that he knew in Sri Lanka. He'd bring it to mind, he would go, oh. <laughs> Metta would be there in his heart, and then, oh, let it radiate. <laughs> that was his method. Right? And we'll, we'll do it uh, in a similar way. We'll just uh, invite us to do, we can do, we can, you know, men, most of us or many of us might simply do the phrases for a few minutes where it flows the best. Get it going and then bring the energy to the heart. That's a, that's a way of doing it. Uh, and then... Uh, the second way we'll do is a guided meditation. It's familiar to some of us. It's, it's um, related to one of the ways that we practice metta for all beings, which probably a number of us have done, where we uh, develop that sense of the energy in the, of metta in the heart, and then we start let it radiating out in front and back. We first let it fill the hall, and then we increasingly extend it spatially in all directions. And we do that as a guided practice and most people find it pretty accessible. It's, it's quite a, how many have done some version of that practice? So yeah, quite a number of you. So those are the two we'll do and, and I should all leave a little bit of time for uh, questions at the end, okay? So if you wanna get ready to sit for a while, if you need to shift some or move around a little bit. And again, it's fine if there's any tiredness to stand up at any time. That's fine. So first, just for a few minutes,
develop metta in the way that works best for you. So at this point, we don't have to particularly think of radiating or have anything to do with that right now, just to develop metta in the way that works best for you. It could be with the being that works best for you. We'll do that for just a few minutes, two or three minutes. Now see if you can feel that energy of metta in your heart center area. This would be the center of the chest. See if you can have that sense of warmth and caring in the center of the chest. If so, then let it start moving out from your heart, left and right, front and back, above and below. Sometimes it can be helpful to have a sense of radiating energy, even using the imagination some the energy radiating out, radiating out in front and back, left and right, above and below. And 
the Venerable and Elio's method, he just lets it happen. I find it sometimes helpful to have that sense of the, almost like the lines of radiation in those uh, six directions continually happening. And I sometimes also just use a phrase that I say sometimes to myself, which seems to help radiance manifesting more and more. So we would just stay with this and if the meta energy fades, we can go back and do a little more practice in the usual way and then come back to that sense of radiating. We might even wanna just do it for a short time at first, not to push it too much. And some of us may want to bring this radiating metta practice in and in this particular form could be at the beginning of a sitting or in the middle or near the end. Some might even prefer to do it most of the time. And it's a good connection to the second way of practicing radiating metta, which a little more deliberately involves this uh, radiating connected with the extension through space. So I'll give that practice right now. So here we would be with the heart uh, center, have a sense of the energy of the heart, the energy of metta, kindness, warmth, friendliness. And let it continue to radiate out in front, in back. 
left and right, above and below, and have the sense of the energy of kindness filling this hall and touching every being in this hall with the wish that each might be well, might be happy, whatever your phrases are. And if you want, you can bring in the phrases some or just have the sense of radiating and saying, may all of us be well, something like that. Wishing well for all of us in this hall. Having a sense of the energy of metta filling the hall, radiating out in the six directions, filling the hall. And now let the radiating out from the heart continue and expand going beyond the boundaries of the hall, extending into the entirety of the land here at Spirit Rock, the forest, the hills, all the other beings here, the human beings, the turkeys, the birds, the crows, all the different beings hibernating, some having a sense of radiating out, wishing well for all the beings in the space that we're radiating into. meeting all beings with this radiating kindness. Letting now the energy of metta go yet further 
into the whole of the space around the San Francisco Bay, meeting all these numerous beings, having a sense of the energy of metta traversing space, meeting all these many, many beings, wishing them well, the energy radiating out from one's own heart. Left and right, above and below, front and back. The energy of metta moving out from one's heart in these six directions, moving through space, wishing well for all the beings encountered. And now moving yet further, extending the energy of metta to cover the entire continent. radiating out yet further, left and right, front and back, above and below. moving outward in this space from our hearts, meeting many, many beings, wishing them well. Now moving to a sense of the entire earth, radiating out from our hearts in all directions, encompassing the planet. Finally, now moving out into space with no limits, radiating out from one's heart left and right, front and back, above and below, going in all directions without limit, 
the energy of metta filling the entire space in all directions without limit. Feeling that sense of radiating metta going out in all directions without limit. And now returning, being just in our hall, sitting with the energy of metta being present, maybe feeling again one's body. Sitting very simply, we're standing with this quality of metta just here with one's own being in this hall.
If that practice resonates some, you can, either one of the two methods, you could, uh, again, work with it for part of a sitting, once a day, more than once. If it didn't resonate, that's fine. We've got other methods. (laughs) If it did, you can cultivate it. I want to give a little bit of time if there are any uh, questions about the uh, two practices of radiating metta. And again, we'll, is it okay to use the handheld mic? Is there any questions or, or anything to share or reflect on? Hi. If you could uh, um, tell us again, what is the difference between the two methods? The two methods of radiating metta? I don't see the difference between the two methods. Yeah, yeah. The first one uh, is is simpler and doesn't use a lot of visualization. And it's really, it's basically uh, you get the metta going and you let it radiate kind of two steps. (laughs) And again, one can, uh, like I I find it helpful to do a little bit of uh, visualization personally when I do it and also say a few words, but most of the energy is with the radiating and uh, maybe a little similar to when we just fill the hall in the second kind of practice that let the radiation out uh, and just let it come and, and use a little bit of visualization, almost like vectors or rays going out from the heart in the different directions. And again, it's going to be individual as to what works. Venerable Nileo, he he likes to just say, get it going, let it radiate, don't do anything. Right. Uh, and then the second one uses fairly extensive visualization to help. And for... A lot of people, it helps quite a bit. How many people found the visualization actually seemed to enhance the metta? Yeah, yeah. So it can can work for a lot of people. I, 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 you know, uh, find that with this, it really seems to help the metta get stronger and expand. Right? You may have experienced that. So does that does that get at it? Okay. Thanks. Over, over here. Um, can you apply the visualization method to a walking meditation? And if so, how do you do that? Yeah, yeah, great question. How to apply the visualization to Walking, um, I mean, like the second one. Yeah, um, I don't personally haven't done it so much. I've mostly done it as a sitting practice. 
because um, it uh, I find the visualization is is best done with eyes closed for me. So you can experiment with it, but the, you certainly could do it uh, outside, maybe sitting. That could be done. It could be done with the sen- with the eyes open, using the sense of space from the eyes. That could I think could be done like that, or you could. You know, there's a lot of room for experimentation. You could use some kind of hybrid where you do it internally and then you look out and you just have that, you've generated that sense of spaciousness and then you open the eyes and extend it. Could be, it's a wonderful, you know, it's a wonderful practice to bring to daily life. You're in a public space, let's say. It could really, it could be quite, uh, can be quite powerful. And, you know, that kind of makes me think, uh, that there there is room for creativity with these practices, you know. The, uh, for example, I often, when I'm doing the radiating metta of the first kind, where I'm just radiating, I will get it radiating, and then I will actually bring up a particular being, but have the sense of the radiating, and bring that being to mind. And the energy is more in the radiation, but I still am attending to a particular being. You know, that that's another... I haven't heard anyone else talk about that, but I have found that useful. You know, just as, uh, uh, so that would be where we direct it to a particular being, but still use the radiating approach. Yeah. Okay, in the back. Uh, I thought I okay. have a question. Oh, here, okay, okay. Um, I'm just curious if this process could be used, um, the radiating meta, um, within to ourselves, to places that might be in physical or emotional pain? Yeah, yeah, great question. Um, I mean, like, like uh, physical could be physical places. Um, yeah, I, I believe so. Um, people use variants of that. You know, the the uh, the general, the most of the ways the radiating meta has been explored is more radiating outward. But you're talking about radiating inward. <laughs> it's very very nice. Um, you could experiment with it, like just to. The principle could be the same: radiate inward, and let it move. Let the kind of energy move to a particular part. We sometimes do that with mindfulness practice, where we, you know, maybe if there's some pain, we have the mindfulness, and we bring the mindfulness and bring a sense of caring mindfulness to maybe there's, you know, a shoulder pain, and sometimes that helps with relaxation. So I think that could could be could be explored. The, the main sense of radiating was more, more spatial and moving, moving outward. Yeah. Time for one more. If there, yeah. Sorry. Uh, um. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Not non-competition. <laughs> of course. Um. So I, I noticed when I a little was, closer. Well, I noticed when I was doing that practice, um, there were a lot of, like really. Re- like the radiation had a really like pleasant energy to it. Yeah. But I'm worried that part of my like part of the reason why it's so pleasant is like I'm getting attached 
to the pleasant experience of this radiation of metta. Yeah. And that feels sort of conditional. Yeah. And how do you how do you like how do you express it in an unconditional way where it's not just where you're feeling that metta in a pleasant way yourself? Does that make sense? Yeah, the I, maybe one way, tell me if this resonates, but one way to consider it is to not some more focus on the metta and the radiation with the pleasant quality being more like a byproduct. So it's, the aim here is not to feel something pleasant, but the pleasant arises. And so if you focus the attention more on the metta and the, the sense of metta and the caring energy, then you don't, I think you don't have to worry so much about the pleasant. Uh, now, if you get attached to it and say, oh, that didn't have as much pleasant as the last time, then you can work. You know what to do with that. <laughs> does that does it get at it some? Yes. Yeah, thanks. <coughs> One of the things, the, uh, some of you know the story a uh, very key moment in the Buddha's life was when he was shifting from a what a very uh, anti-pleasure regime. Or was it sort of uh, you know discipline the body? You know he was with the group of ascetics, right? They're really doing ascetic, really sometimes extreme ascetic practices, and, and pleasure was kind of the enemy. I'm, I'm not saying you think this, but but. Uh, uh, and then he uh, he remembered having a pleasant experience when he was about 13 under uh, a rose apple tree. And he said, ah, pleasure can be an ally of the path. <laughs> right? It was very interesting. Yeah. And so he, uh, it, it, was, it was actually a shift in the practice. Maybe last one. Um, so I'm I'm new to meta practice, um, yeah. but I've done a lot of work in cultivating compassion and uh, feelings of um, interconnectedness with yeah. other beings. And I'm finding that the felt sense when I'm practicing meta is very similar to the well, pretty much the same as the felt sense to um, when I'm cultivating compassion and interconnectedness. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, like. Are those things different and just supporting meta, or are they? It might be a bit of an esoterical question, I guess. I don't know, or semantic. A, a bit of a esoterical or semantic. I don't know if no, if, no, if compassion one, is synonymous with meta, or um, are they two different things? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question, and uh, I think Beth may be getting some into that this evening. So I'll be I'll be brief. Uh, Generally, we say that there's one awakened heart that has different flavors. I think you talked, did you talk about this, Eve, some? I know you have at other times. (laughs) I forget, maybe I'm hearing echoes. (laughs) Um, we, We say that there's one awakened heart and has different flavors which tend to arise dependent on the circumstances. And so just the general caring, open, friendly attitude we call metta. When that encounters something difficult or painful, it tends to take the expression of compassion. It's the same heart, but as something different arises when that open heart encounters uh, 
compassion. And there can be, so there can be uh, some ways that metta can almost like slide into compassion. Like if, if my metaphrases say, may you, uh, may you work well with your difficulty, that's kind of metta slash compassion, right? And we don't have to worry so much about where the boundary is. And then when, when the uh, awakened heart meets something uh, good that's happening or someone else's well-being or happiness or even, even beauty, it becomes joy, <laughs> right? It's the same awakened heart. It's not a different quality, but there are different flavors depending on the circumstances. And then we say that equanimity is the fourth, and that is the kind of the heart that can hold everything and uh, can be, have qualities of patience and balance with what arises. So these are beautiful, you know, these are beautiful uh, qualities to develop and could be a whole lifetime of practice to say, okay, that's mine. Okay, I'll do the four flavors of the awakened heart. That's, that's for me. So, okay, thanks. Right, so you can explore this if this resonated with you. If it didn't, again, it, it's fine. Uh, and you know, I, I think I, I think we the uh, kind of the visualized ra- radiating meta was a practice that was has been done for some years. But for I know for myself, I mostly worked with the phrases, and they were powerful. And it kind of as the as that practice develops, it can almost turn in sometimes to radiating metta. You know, it's not like they have to go in different places. And so see what, see what works for you. And if you want to bring it in at the beginning of your practice or the end, that's fine. And you can even do that uh, visualization going towards the limitless. Uh, you know, could do it on your own. It's pretty simple. <laughs>